Howdy, Noel. Howdy, Jacob. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Great. It's a wonderful day. Yeah, it is a wonderful day. It's a good day to do another podcast. I feel like it is. I think so. I feel really podcasty. I think we've done dozens of these by now. Oh, we had to have. Feels like it. I did lose that entire... (laughs) (laughs) Feels like... I did lose that entire drive, hard drive of all the podcasts we'd made over the past few months. So uh, we're kind of starting from scratch. we made like (laughs) two or 300 podcasts. I feel really bad about it. I don't know how data works. uh, So how many do you think we have, Uh, roughly? I'm going to guess we're somewhere that you could count on one hand. Somewhere around there. <laughs> I mean, that was some of the best stuff we've ever done. Sadly, the, there were things the... brought up in those podcasts that probably would have, you know, solved every problem. Wow! I and mean, that, was that, even the, the ones that's we had me the, being humble. <laughs> how about the ones we had the great guests, like the one with Al Gore? Oh, that's, yeah, that's lost? gone. DiCaprio gone, gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one with AOC gone, uh, gone. Yeah. So we we have no guests. Now. We, uh, yeah, it's just back to you and me. Just back to the OG gang as the as the fans. The fans. No, as the fan knows. <laughs> as the fan knows. <laughs> speaking speaking to that one fan, I'm Jacob Givens, and I'm Noel Carroll. And today, Noel. Yeah. We're gonna talk about coffee. Yeah. <laughs> coffee. I love coffee. I thought this coffee. Would be good. <laughs> coffee. I know. I'm gonna play that clip. Okay. Coffee. Coffee. There nice. it was. There it was. Beautiful. Um. Good old Sledge. I thought this, yes, that was Sledge from Good Cops, one of our shows. You should definitely watch it at some point. I mean, while, you know, while you're cleaning, driving, <laughs> recycling. <laughs> um, but we, uh, today we're going to talk about coffee. Java, right. are you okay. a fan? Are I you? love coffee. I do too. I do. It gets my, gets, gets the kick in the morning. I used to not uh, drink it. And then my wife, my wife, my wife, <laughs> she, she, uh, she loves coffee. And then, and she, uh, liked to make a full pot in the morning yeah. because it was easier to measure the coffee and it tasted better. And sure. So she, uh, kind of convinced me that I should have some coffee so that we're not wasting half a pot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she kind of, min- she lured you in she did. To, to the evil clutches. She of, did. And, uh, and I started having that sort of to support her and yeah. now I'm addicted to coffee and it all makes sense. And now. I love it. Yeah, I know. I, I am too. I didn't, I, you know, uh, through college, I didn't even know the magic that was coffee. Like yeah. most college students use it to get through finals or sure. study. I was back then still drinking, you know, vats of Dr. Pepper to yeah. stay up all night. And then it wasn't until my first job in California, in Los Angeles, where my boss would, he would give me a 20 and he would say, hey, go downstairs and get me a mocha, you know, whatever, and get yourself whatever you like. And wow. I, I, yeah. And I felt like if I came back without anything, it would be rude because he was... That was his justification for sending me down to get coffee was, I'll give you the 20. But, if it, you know, if I came right. back empty handed, it would be like, why didn't you do what I asked you to do? Right. You were supposed to get yourself. You're fired. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I just decided, okay, I'll get myself. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. So I got myself a mocha. Right. And that's a good start. That's a good, a good gateway start. drug Oof. into coffee. Oh, boy. It is the alcohol or marijuana of coffee. <laughs> it is mochas. <laughs> the alcohol or marijuana of coffee. <laughs> so that's, it. yeah, that would sell even more cups i think yeah. i so i had that and i noticed i was incredibly more productive yeah. that day at work i yeah. got so much done and right. i was like i see the appeal yeah. i see why people love this nice. and from then on i to this day every morning i have coffee yeah and, and that's pretty much tradition yeah and we even we even will have a nice little our afternoon walk. we do we, we take a do little, little afternoon walk we have a little bit of coffee yeah it's, it's nice we've made a habit of of in the afternoon when we want to get the creative juices going we 
make a cup of coffee. We go for a little stroll. So it's become kind of our thing. So that's yeah. why I thought this would be a good one today because, you know, coffee is one of those things that has to be grown around the world, yeah. specifically in certain regions sure. that are, you know, known for it. Right. And I have those listed here somewhere because I didn't know them by heart. Do you know any off the top of your head? No. Well, Colombia. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's yeah. one yeah. for sure. But there's a. Uh, I, I feel like uh, like kind of that band actually sort of near the equator is pretty good spot. You are correct. There's a uh, provided there's water. Yes, it's yeah. notoriously known as the Bean Belt. Yeah, a range of certain latitudes circling the globe. The belt includes Java producers like Brazil, Vietnam, Ethiopia, Guatemala, Colombia. All of these are places yeah. that coffee comes from. So yeah, nice. So this is one of those things that when I started researching it, the the first thing that got me to want to talk about it is that there was an article called Coffee's Invisible Carbon Footprint. Ooh. Yeah. So it's not all this is this is going to be one of those things that we talk about but then there's a lot of ways to improve, help and and steps that have been taken by coffee producers and distributors around the world that are all steps in the right direction. So basically what you're saying is we all have to stop drinking coffee. Y- yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. If yeah. you like coffee now, you have to stop. Stop it or you're going to kill everyone. You're going to kill everyone. The planet is just resting solely on the fact that you're still drinking that you, coffee. you, Dan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are still drinking coffee. Dan, <laughs> listen up. It's all your fault. <laughs> you. I so hope there's somebody named Dan. Who's oh, there better be. Oh, no. I hope he writes in. Yeah. 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 Hey, Dan here. Feel, <laughs> hey, feel bad. Hey, Dan. I'm, this is Dan. I'm going to cut bad, back on my man. coffee. It's awful. <laughs> Didn't realize I was killing all of us. I had no idea. <laughs> Next day in the news, it's, it's climate <laughs> carbon numbers have just plummeted and the world seems to it's be doing it. Dan's like, well, you're welcome. <laughs> So yeah, so it's you know it has a lot of environmental uh, you know impacts on our world, and one of those is you know there's leftover grounds, non-recyclable coffee pods, paper waste from gazillions from grande to go cups, um, and then of course there's milk. There's a lot of aspects of the milk, the sugar, all of these things are you know have a carbon footprint right. behind them. All the things that are are making them, and up to a cer- certain point in the coffee industry, it was a little bit more problematic before we had things like fair trade and organic sure. and like now there's a lot of pressure for the big dogs like Starbucks and Pete's and these big name companies to do it fair trade and organic all the way down to the very local like small family owned like niche little coffee producers those companies of course everybody's going in that direction so i think we've made a lot of um you know steps in the right direction i know Starbucks is kind of the one, the number one thing that probably everybody thinks of of Starbucks Coffee, bean, and tea leaf, right? Those are probably like... the the largest. Yeah, the largest in the world. And it's interesting because as I dug up stuff on Starbucks, of course, there is a lot of material and media out there that supports that Starbucks is doing great things in the world. So there's a lot of that. That's good. But then you will also find people who be like... No. Not necessarily. No. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing is if you are a, you know, multi-billion dollar company, they, they are definitely doing a lot of good things. But at their size that they are, there's still a lot of problems because, yeah, I mean. So, like, what what uh, what is what are people upset about with Starbucks? Well, I mean, I think that, so let me see if I can find some of the, the stuff that I found. I mean, one of the things that they're famous for, I was talking about the good stuff first. Coffee and farmer equity uh, practices, which is called cafe practices. They're, they're, here's some of their green initiatives as part of its new street buck star. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. <laughs> take two. Take two on that. As part of its new Starbucks greener stores initiative, the coffee retailer plans to have 10,000 environmentally friendly stores worldwide by 2025. Uh, 
um, among the goals of the program announced Thursday. I don't know what Thursday that was. It was a good one, though. Ah, uh, is, I remember Thursday. <laughs> is for the company to generate enough energy by solar and wind power to offset all the electricity needed to run the chain stores in U.S. and Canada. Cool. Yeah. So these are, and and then of course this is this announcement of this cafe practices by 2025. This comes after the heels of the company's announcement that it will eliminate plastic straws in all stores globally by 2020. And we've already touched on we already that. touched straws. on straws. Yeah. Okay, okay, we've covered that. Yeah. We've solved straws. So, so, nobody uses straws anymore. It's Problem fixed. is fixed. over. <laughs> so those those are good things that they're doing and they yeah. definitely have fair trade brands and organic whatnot but the problem with Starbucks is we were talking they burn their coffee they burn, they <laughs> we know that it's burnt <laughs> and if you drink Starbucks coffee and you don't know that it's burnt you need to go to coffee bean and tea leaf for Pete's and try what a non-burnt cup of coffee tastes <laughs> like it's very true I still go there, though. I still Of course. It's go, everywhere. How I'm, could you not? It's impossible to yeah. avoid. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I, we're probably in one right now. I don't even know it. We are actually broadcasting our Starbucks. <laughs> the looks we're getting from the baristas right now is when I'm like, well, Starbucks burns their coffee. <laughs> this guy, Troy, is, looks really mad right now. Yeah. Like, Screw you, Troy. Troy. Wrote my name wrong in the cup anyway. You did. So, um, but the, the, the bigger problem is being as big as they are, as commercial as they are, that, of course, is hundreds and hundreds of acres of land right. that oftentimes have to be, you know, deforested and whatnot to, in order to get the crop, the needs, the, 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 all the materials that they need in order okay. to make such a massive global company. So okay. that's why, you know, there's good news. There's bad news. It's, it's. So they're yeah. cutting down forests. Yeah. But they're also creating jobs. Yes. So and they're. So, at least, well, okay. So they're, okay. They're trying. They're trying, trying is all I'll say. But I'll say that um, that's just the danger when something becomes that big, I think. Yeah. That's the, the challenge, the danger is yeah. that when something becomes the number one, like the biggest company in the world, right. it just has to manufacture millions upon billions of goods for right. people. Right. Well, and the, the, the issue usually with, with that isn't. Is, I mean, obviously, take you know, getting rid of a lot of forest isn't isn't great. But the, right. the issue normally is that it's done sort of haphazardly and in a manner that the forest has no hope to grow back. Right. So, I wonder if uh, that'd be something to be interesting to look into is if they if they're doing that in a remotely sustainable way, or are they just kind of like you know the good old McDonald's cow farms, just clearing out <laughs> just mass amounts of land and you yeah. Know, Will it leave it to rot? I think that's a good question, and I think that's what you know we should ask our listeners. You know, if there's yeah. somebody who has a little bit more insight yeah. into the the means in which companies like Starbucks or even Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf have to get their coffee, what are the steps that are being taken to help? You know, mm. re- replant. Mm-hmm. You know, are they every time they're clearing out an area, are they making sure they're planting elsewhere? That I don't know. Yeah. So if if you have that knowledge. Um, then please write us now. Drop us a line. Drop us a line. Hashtag coffee. No, that's too broad of a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag coffee. We'll find it. I swear. We'll, we'll find it. We're looking. We'll find it. Just looking, hashtag coffee. Uh, There's no other tweets uh, that say hashtag coffee. It's a little too broad. Uh, uh, how about um, um, sustainable coffee or eco coffee? Green coffee? Bio friendly. Uh, Bio friendly bio-friendly coffee podcast. Yeah, biofriendly. Yes, hashtag biofriendly podcast, and then you can add hashtag coffee, hashtag in there, and then I'll find it, and then we'll find it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then write about you know, donuts. Yeah, just to confuse us. <laughs> yes, just throw hashtag donuts in there. <laughs> it's, just, it's a breakfast just theme. Throw some stuff. By the way, yeah. I was gonna when I started researching this topic for this podcast today. Initially, yeah. I was gonna do breakfast. 
Oh. But that's a that's a rabbit hole that I was like, I'm going to need a week to research this wow. because we're talking the eggs manufacturing process, yeah. poultry, that whole, you know. Maybe we could have breakfast month. Oh, yeah. I, that's that's it. go through the pieces. The that's bits. a lot of subject material. So I was I started with coffee and I was going to dig into breakfast and I was like, man, I don't think I have enough time. We're never going we're going to have to record this in 3 weeks, you yeah. know, for if I have to do that one. So yeah. I focused on coffee cuz yeah. I figured it was accessible. Do you like tea too by the I way? I love tea. Yeah, I'm not I'm not well versed on my teas. You'll okay. have to educate me on teas. Yeah, no. Yeah, teas yeah. are you know, they're, they're 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 nice. They're fine. They're great. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag teas are, are nice. Teas are nice. <laughs> You feel good when you drink. You stick up your finger. Yeah, it's you know, very your posh. pinky up there. It you, feels you, posh. You get a, sometimes the best part about tea is if you're really going for it, you can put it on a tea cup. Oh, so you got a tea What's cup this? on a tea dish. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then sometimes <laughs> a little tiny spoon. Oh my! You know? And then you can kind of clink the. Oh, clink the tea. That sounds so royal. Have a sip of that, and then you get in like maybe be a biscuit or a, yeah, cho- a, a chalky biscuit. Yeah, biscuit or a chalky. Chalky. Yeah, I love it. Well, that's this. See, this is a. This is a very, that sounds very European. Yeah, so, European. Yeah. All this, it's the Aussies that I, that I get from. My family's got Australian, so yeah. that's where I get that from. But they yeah. got it from England. So, I'm just one of these unrefined Ireland. Americans that yeah. we just know our coffee. So, I mean, that's okay. It's okay. That's who we're talking to. All right. Well, yeah. all right. That's fine. Yeah. But I did find, so that, that's, that's one of the things. Is th- there are ways, though, that we can brew a greener cup of coffee. All right. That's, that's definitely, so I've got some. Tips here that I brought along with me. You mean the average Joe can make a greener cup of coffee? Absolutely. Wow. So let's see. Here's the, this is always like whenever I have these articles in front of me, I, you know, I need to do my preparation and underline and circle things because every time we're recording and Mm. I'm supposed to look for that one key thing that I remember, I was like, I'm going to bring that up on the podcast. This is going to really make the difference. This is really going to. When they hear this, people are going to get it. They're going to be like, oh, that's all I have Uh, to do. But instead I end up searching for it. Looking at the whole thing. Yeah. Well, exactly. I'm just gonna, you know what? If you guys don't mind, I'm going to read this four-page article. To start to finish. <laughs> I'll do the background music. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> so the... the <laughs> so, you've, so here's the thing. Once you've... Once you've found beans with a lower environmental impact, that's like step one, right? Right. Is you find you're in the you're in Low the grocery store, beans. you look for and actually I'm gonna break down each of those labels here in a second about oh. the uh, what each actually let's do it right now since it's up. Um, on it can get confusing if you're in the store and you see fair trade, organic, rainforest alliance corporation, or whatever, these things on there, here's some ways to clear those up. Okay. Fair trade. If your coffee says fair trade, it means coffee guarantees minimum price for farmers, fair working conditions, and environmentally sound practices. Got okay. it? Okay. Yep, that's fair trade. Organic means the coffee was grown without synthetic fertilizers, but with methods that improve soil and water quality and conserve wetlands, woodlands, and wildlife. Wow. Say that three times fast. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> wetlands, woodlands, wildlife. Um, Rainforest Alliance certification recognizes good waste management and soil conservation as well as fair wages. Okay. Uh, Shade grown. Shade grown. Is not an official certification, but the designation signifies that the beans were grown under a canopy of other vegetation, Uh which is good for the land and the local wildlife. I have never known what shade grown is. Is it good for the coffee? Does the coffee better when it's shade grown, dude? I I don't know. It's good for the environment. It's good for the animals. It's good for the vegetation. I mean, it sounds outstanding. Yeah, I always thought it was just somebody kind of throwing some rudeness at the coffee. Like, (laughs) just throw some shade. shade (laughs) (laughs) Just throw some shade. It's so shade grown. coffee's lame. It's like, this shade grown coffee. (laughs) I wouldn't drink that coffee. Punk coffee. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and then it says, let's see, bird lovers should look for the official Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center bird-friendly certification, uh, which verifies <laughs> the coffee is shade-grown as well as organic. That's a long title. So if you really want to dig into it, Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center's bird-friendly certification. Wow. That's Did a badge of honor. they put that whole thing on the all label? All on there. It's a whole all gigantic, great big circle. They okay. put it They put it all mm-hmm. on, K- on one K-pod. The okay. Keurig pods. It's really hard to see. No, and I bring those up I, as a joke, but I bring those up. Those things are bad news. Yeah. K-pods. Here's the crazy thing. I don't know if you knew this, but the guy who invented the Keurig, John Sylvan, or he's one of the people who's in, he has gone on record and said, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> no, no, no. Close. No, no, no. Close. Not quite Nazi, but he said, <laughs> you're just thinking of the guy who did the Panera bread and the Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> That poor thing. guy. Yeah. yeah so, but he donated, though. Yeah, he, he donated money. He made good, and it was like his great-great-grandfather. Yeah. He, said, he wasn't even the Nazi. He wasn't the Nazi. It was family Nazis. Just the Nazis. Which are family. problematic lot Nazis yeah. to have. And yeah. he gave but 11. I feel like there's a lot of people who feel like they're in a family of Nazis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah especially the Hitlers. Oh, you know, yeah. that's a, like, like, there's definitely a guy out there named Charles Hitler, yeah. and he's got a lot of baggage. Charles and his brother <laughs> Levi. <laughs> Levi Hitler. Yeah. So, the, no, it's not Nazis. It's the fact that, um, what was I saying? The K-Bots. John Sylvan, one of the co-founders of Keurig, he's gone on record, 2014, 2015, said, uh, it was, a, I really regret making, I really regret making these. Because by, I think it was only a couple years ago, they, have, they had manufactured 10 billion of the K-Cups, and there were enough to go around the world um, 10 times wow. the waste. Wow. So they're, they're problematic. And back then when he came, went on record, he said, you know, these things are, are not recyclable. Now the good news is I actually have a Keurig machine mm-hmm. and I just recently found that they make compo- compostable pods. Oh. So they make pods where the lid is plant-based. Okay. The, the filter is plant-based. It's like made out of various different, you know, veg- vegetation items and you can compost the pod oh, once you're great. doing it. So I just started buying those because, I mean, man, I'm learning as much as you guys are. Like, all this stuff is really a wake-up call for me, too, because I had a Keurig. Yeah. It was a gift to me, and I thought it was incredibly convenient. Didn't yeah. even, you know, over the past year or so, just didn't even think about the impact. But they're they're a big problem, those plastic cups. But now you can specifically go, one, you can look for compostable ones, mm-hmm. or... They make aluminum or hard plastic versions that are reusable over and over and over again. So you buy the pod and you fill it with the coffee. So if you have a Keurig, you're making your own K-Pod. So I think the key that we'd like to kind of send home to everybody is if you have a Keurig machine and you like that single-use coffee, you need to keep in mind that there is a lot of ways to to use that machine still. Still have your Keurig single-cup right. coffee, right. but not buying the the, the single-cup uh, plastic ones, the disposable plastic ones. Right. Those are bad news. Pretty pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah. Not yeah. not good, and, and, and it's something that definitely, that's like, that's a big no-no that I found when I was going through this, is, you know, ditching single-serve pods um, as, as those specifically. Right. I think the composite ones are okay. So, you know, um, what was the other one? Okay. So it also is better to, uh, you can pour over preparations are better, of course, than the electric coffee machine, but not everybody has time for that. I All get right. that's always a, oh, instead of buying uh, reuse, uh, disposable filters, Try to get a, one of those gold filters that comes. Well, that's the one we have downstairs. Ah, Instead of buying the paper filters. Get a built-in filter. Get the built-in filter, which are the gold kind yeah. usually. And you can reuse and wash those out. So you yeah. don't have to keep buying filters to swap them out. So that's right. another 
big step there. And of course, use your own mug. Right. Instead of using the, uh, the, the cups. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, man. And that's where I think that Starbucks and coffee bean and Pete's like have destroyed the earth. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no, this entire episode, you've been the best like hype man. Yeah. Like I want to put everything you've said with echoes behind it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, that's all I'm doing here. I'm just stacking up. The earth, 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 earth. Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. They've destroyed the earth. No, when you think about, think about this. Yeah. When you think about Starbucks, yeah. you think of that cup. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's an icon. The logo on there. The logo on the cup. You think of the white cup. And the nice plastic lid. Uh, Exactly. And the little brown ring that goes around it to keep Mm. my fingers from burning off. You got it. You got it. And even even Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf and all these other coffee vendors, you think of that white cup now kind of as the iconic coffee It's the modern day cigarette. Mm -hmm. It's like the the, the cool people on TV have have a cup of coffee. They Mm -hmm. sit there with with their... their cup of coffee there, and they and they're I agree. Sip and they're they're hanging out, having a conversation with someone doing something important, sounding all sexy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it makes me want to grab a cup of coffee and be as cool as you know. Absolutely, that person from TV. Yeah, with le- like with language barriers around the globe, if you were to show somebody an image of that white cup, yeah, they would know. Oh, yeah, coffee. That's, that's a cup of coffee. Yeah, Starbucks yeah. or the, yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. So they've kind of created this brand mm-hmm. behind that image. And I think that one of the things that would improve Starbucks standing and a lot of these big dogs, mm-hmm. they got to move away from everybody thinking they have to get their coffee in these to-go cups. cups. We well, should move to bringing kinds with you, like bringing some kind of container right. that you buy, you invest in, and you get your coffee filled in that. Or there's got to be, I don't know. Well, do you, do you remember ideas? when we were, we were in Europe, uh, mm-hmm. pimping our movie out? Yeah, uh, we were we were going to a lot of coffee shops in Spain and in Germany and and yeah. uh, you know and the like. Yeah. And uh, do you remember how we would sit down at the cafe and we would get our, our coffee there and then they would mm-hmm. give you the coffee mm-hmm. in a mug. Mm-hmm. And often with just as we mentioned before, the little dish. Yeah. And uh, you'd have that and you'd sit down for a second, you'd have your cup of coffee and then keep on rocking. I think that part of the problem we have in in, in America is that that people don't want to. Wait there. They don't yeah. want to hang out there and, and have it's the rush the thing in the play. They've got to get where they're going. You got stuff happening, whatever, you know? Yeah. So um, you know, with 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 coffee shops being becoming places to sort of hang out and do work, like people, you know, they'll get work done there or they'll, yeah. they'll have meetings there or whatever else. Maybe if these companies offered for those guys anyway, yeah. uh uh, you know, actual dishes that yeah. they could drink and you know, I agree use like they do in Europe, that might be helpful for uh, for for the garbage problem, at least for them, you know that I mean the, the to, to go people are still gonna take a cup to go, sure. but but I mean that would certainly cut down on a percentage of the waste. That would be helpful, yeah. one would think. Well, we're gonna tell. So we're saying slow down, America. That's it. Slow down. Slow down, America. Slow down. You move too fast. You gotta make good morning last. So we're saying slow down, number one. And if you can't slow down, <laughs> if you can't slow down, I think that we need to talk about some kind of. Okay, so one one of the main reasons. Let's say I have a t- uh, like my own personal coffee mug that that Starbucks made, and I bought it from them. Right, and I want to get a coffee, or I want to get a latte. There needs to be a way that I can go in, and maybe there there is a a more efficient way. But you go into a Starbucks instead of using their cup, they get to put it in the in mine. Now I know there's health risks 
because if you're taking something that could be contaminated with right. my saliva and bringing it I back mean, behind could, the counter. Your, your Ebola could be my, in that I have I have been living with salmonella for 30 years, <laughs> and I take it everywhere I go. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere I go. Uh, so if you go in, that's a, a problem, but there needs to be, like, whether it's a station that you could fill a container with on your own once you paid, or they make it in a container and then you put your container out and then they fill it with the the drink that they've made or something like that. We we have to find a way to get away from these single-use paper cups because while paper is recyclable, the problem is not enough people are recycling them. They're right. getting into landfills. They're getting into waste. They're not being taken care of. So it's just causing it to accumulate. So we just, there has to be some kind of innovation or change and shift in how we consume coffee in a to-go market. Yeah. That's the thing. We have to figure that, that totally. out. Well, and I, I think, I think that, that, um, again, if we, if we start to look at, at what's, what is the, 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 the better option or what is the, the simplest, quickest option to at least have some impact? Uh, I think certainly going European and, and, uh, and, and Go European. For, for people who are, are eating in, mm-hmm. drinking in, mm-hmm. working in, coffeeing in, all in, all in, we're all for in people who are all in, uh, let's not give them a, a to-go cup. Let's yeah. just stop that. You know? yeah. Let's just, you know, let's, let's have, let's be responsible as a coffee place yeah. and let's just give them a dish. And the, for the people who are going, look, I, I, some people are going to end up getting some, some paper cups and whatever else. But the thing about it is, is again, the paper, paper, yeah, it does fill the landfill and it does take up the space, but it, at least it, it is biodegradable. So it's yeah. better than plastic cups. Yeah. And so the lid needs to be the solved. The lid probably needs to be solved. We probably, and that honestly wouldn't, wouldn't be that impossible to do. So you no, figure, figure I think out the we're lid. closer. And then at least then you're cutting, you know, what, at least a third, if not half of the garbage by having the people who, who drink in, yeah. you know, use a dish. I agree. And the people who are out, okay, so they, they, that maybe goes into a landfill. So let's get rid of the plastic part of that whole thing. So it, it, it at least biodegrades. I agree. And then, uh, you know, start composting your dang Keurig cups. Yeah. Brother. Exactly. I know. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm composting my Keurig cups. And actually, you know what? Is I, it composting, composting, or composting? I think all of them work. Is this it's like a Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. It's a Christopher <laughs> Composting. 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 <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> all of them work and they get the message across. And I think preferably you say them in the walk-in voice all yeah. three ways when you talk about Whenever it. Whenever you're talking about, if you're going to compost, compost, <laughs> compost, or composting. Exactly. It's amazing. So, <laughs> so yeah, for me, I learned a huge lesson because, you know, I, I used to always make my coffee, you know, I used to, I actually used to back in the day when I had, when I felt like I had more time, yeah. slow down America, I had the French press and then we I should hashtag, hashtag your coffee s- questions with slow down America. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag slow down, down America. America. We yeah. are, we, everything is so fast. I'm such a dang rush about everything all the time. <laughs> all the time. Come I had, on. when I was really, really into coffee, I would buy my, you know, I'd buy my beans, I'd grind them at home. I had a French press and then I had this cool little thing called the AeroPress. Have you ever seen one of these I before? I have never seen an AeroPress. It's press. like a vacuum tube, the French press, basically. You'd put your beans in there, and then you'd put the water, and then you'd push down this vacuum seal tube, and it made, like, the best cup of coffee ever. Okay, I thought but that's it, all a French press was, because I feel we, like the one I had did that. It did, but not to not the like level. This. Yeah, if you look up the AeroPress, uh. it's pretty amazing. It does a few different things that make it even better, but each of those, French press and AeroPress, it's time, right? That's right. really what it boils down to, is you end up having kids, you get busy with work, you're running late. It's impossible 
to give yourself those treats. Yeah. Like the best cup of coffee as opposed to I'll take this burnt Starbucks coffee yeah. to go. Yeah. Right? Is yeah. that we just run out of time. Yeah. But there's something to be said about taking the time. And if you can't take the time, then w- there's got to be ways that you've put in motion that you improve it, right? right. So if you're going to take a coffee to go, make sure you're supporting local shops that use more organic materials, fair trade, organic coffee, biodegradable cups. You know, look into that. Or th- we'll let you have a cup that they will wash in yes. their store. Yes. That's, you know what? Our audience, let's just make that a thing. Make that a thing. You well, go, if coffee, you've got you go a in shop there, nearby. You go in there and you get a cup. Yeah, pick the one that's got cups that you can, that they can wash. I love having, like, I, I got to tell you, when I meet somebody for coffee and I'm in a place that serves it in the big, giant, yeah. white, oh, and it reminds and they me. they give me a little design, like a lavender leaf or maybe a, like, you know, a, you know, chi- a chipotle <laughs> spice. <laughs> <laughs> it always reminds me of uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer with, yeah. uh, with Mike Myers. Yeah. Like he's got the giant... Woman. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got the giant coffee too. cup. That was a big thing, I think, in the 90s, you know, for sure, where the yeah. early 2000s even was the coffee shop with like the, the porcelain yeah. white cup, the oversized cup. There Absolutely. is something. So if you've never done that, do we, that. we recommend it. Do that. Yeah, you're helping the environment. Yeah, and slow you know, down, America. You're slowing down. <laughs> Come on, America. Come on. on. Noel just, (laughs) that's my favorite thing Noel's ever uttered to me, just off to a side. While we were just sitting there, he just goes, come on, America. And I was like, what's going on? What are you talking about? One of the tough things about being in this business of the environment is is you're constantly bombarded with like just so so much of the like dire news in the world is going to end this. And it's, you know, it's not. We're going to fight back. Right. We're gonna win this thing. One, we are one recyclable cup <laughs> yeah. at a time. Yeah, and we're gonna do it for but, like five generations tops. Yeah, five, well, that's it. That's, like, that was like our decision. We've said before, that was our decision. Two thousand years, and then they're on their own. Right. But uh, you know, but but uh, yeah. So sometimes you'll you'll get in the middle of that, and you get to be like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, before we go, the one last thing that we want to mention is so we've we've taught you about some of the things to look for, some of the ways that you can make your coffee more eco-friendly one is avoid single serve cups if especially if they're the plastic ones if you can get the biodegradable ones the compostable ones or the ones that you can fill yourself uh get a reusable filter use your own mug brew manually if you can uh sit down in a coffee shop get it at a dish and uh, buy from some right people who support these things but the one last thing that i wanted to bring up is climate change and mm. if we don't fix the, uh, the the millions of problems that are being caused by the carbon emissions Mm. and our carbon footprints is it's going to take away coffee in general. So like, that's the thing. It's like this threatens in the bean belt that I mentioned earlier, like climate change threatens coffee production globally. Yeah. It's actually forever. It's pretty fragile. Uh, It's a pretty fragile plant. It is. And it's, it needs a very specific set of conditions to grow. And then the, the, yeah, the more we change the environment, the more difficult it is for Exactly. So farmers to meet those conditions. So that's why we're saying this is I don't want to lose my coffee. You don't want to lose your coffee. I like coffee. And so I think that uh, the bigger lesson here is, look, we know that um, changing your daily schedule is a challenge. But all of these steps to lower the carbon emissions, the carbon footprint left behind by coffee production, milk production, sugar production, um, all of these different things that give you that in the morning, we have to work to make this more efficient and lessen our carbon footprints because we want to make sure that the, the the bean belt continues to produce coffee in a healthy, sustainable way, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So 
So we here at BioFriendly leave you with a, a strong message of slow down, America. Slow down, America. <laughs> Is there anything oh. else that you wanted to say before we're, we're out of here? No, I feel like I feel like that was that's that's it. Yeah, we did it. We just fixed coffee. We did forever. Now let's go have a cup of coffee. You got it. It's the BioFriendly podcast. It's the BioFriendly podcast.